Can you believe it's already August, my friend? How in the world did that happen? Weren't we just lamenting that winter wouldn't end? And here we find ourselves in deep summer, thinking about snowbanks and ice storms and remembering they weren't really that bad. <laughs> How is your summer going? Are you soaking up the sun or are you sitting in front of the AC unit? Wherever you find yourself, I hope there has been some creativity, some productivity, some contemplation, a whole lot of relaxation, and at least one or two good books on your summer schedule. And music, 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 definitely music. What kind of music do you turn to when the days are long, the sun is high, Feel-good tunes are high on my list, as are all those nostalgic songs that take me back to my high school days. And I gotta admit, a little hard rock makes a long car trip a whole lot more fun. Today's guest on Love Someone is doing his part to add to our catalog of musical options. He is a prolific singer-songwriter who just released his 12th studio album, You'll probably know him from his breakthrough multi-platinum hit, Come On, Get Higher, from the album Some Mad Hope. If you're a Sugarland fan, maybe you heard him perform Run With Them from his critically acclaimed album Modern Love, which also included another huge hit, Faster. Sings His Sad Heart spawned the hit single Used To Be, which was also a chart climber. Quite possibly you've heard his music watching your favorite TV shows. He's been featured on NCIS, on Private Practice, Women's Murder Club, Scrubs, Men in Trees, One Tree Hill, and so many more shows and movies. He's performed on The Howard Stern Show. He's performed on Ellen, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Dancing with the Stars, Rachel Ray, and the CMA Awards, to name a few. Matt Nathanson's blend of folk and rock and roll appeals to a wide, wide audience. I love his lyrics. His lyrics get me in the heart every time. He is a lyricist. They're meaningful. Some might say magical, relatable, and so very, very real. Matt's as authentic as it gets. He's also adorable. He is a delight to watch perform, which he does often solo, strumming an acoustical guitar in his signature style. More often, he is accompanied by longtime collaborator and music director Aaron Tapp. Aaron is on guitar and backup vocals, and sometimes you'll see him with a few bandmates who add percussion and bass to the lineup. What you will always see is Matt Nathanson smiling, a genuine smile. He has a compelling desire to connect with others. I am so happy to welcome Matt aboard today to talk about his latest album. It's called Boston Accent. Didn't know he was born on the East Coast. A few of the singles have caught my attention and his upcoming tour is going to be a whole lot of fun. But first, I'm going to take a little minute to talk about one of my sensational podcast sponsors. Did you know that right after water, tea is the most popular beverage? As a longtime tea drinker, that doesn't surprise me. I start every day with a cup of tea and always have a mug with me in the recording studio. One of my favorites is Bigelow's Constant Comment. 
It even comes in decaffeinated. In the heat of the summer, nothing beats a tall glass of Bigelow's perfectly mint over ice. It's so refreshing after a morning out in the garden. To stay hydrated, the Bigelow Botanicals cold water infusions are incredible. Lightly infused water with nothing artificial, caffeine-free, and zero calories. Try their blueberry citrus basil, the blackberry raspberry hibiscus, or any of their numerous flavors. You'll find Bigelow Teas in the tea aisle at your local grocery, at Amazon.com, or at BigelowTea.com. Cups up, my friends. With me on Love Someone today is uh, such a cutie pie. I can't flirt with you, though. Um, number one, because this is like a professional show. And number two, you're married with a baby now. Today, our guest is the amazing, the soundtrack for our life, Mr. Matt Nathanson. Oh, it's, I'm psyched to be here with you. P.S. You can still flirt. Okay, you know good, what I'm saying? We good. got it. And I, that's, it's what makes the world spin. Good, good. Um, but yeah, so I've got uh, my baby all of a sudden is like 11. So she's like a powerhouse. You know what I mean? Like. She went from being Wait. I could hold her, hold her in my arms. I've seen pictures of you with baby in arms. Now she's a big girl. She, it's crazy. I think she has an apartment that she rented <laughs> during the pandemic. She I think will. that like the pandemic has affected all of us in certain ways. But my literally my in when she was in fifth grade when it started or fourth grade when it started. I think about mid fifth grade she secretly got an apartment that she rents to to get away from us. Yeah, yeah. I have a 13-year-old who's oh. um, a little bit sassy. It's built into their genetic. I don't understand. I would have gotten, I, it would, I would have been you the end of my life. You would have gotten a down, yeah. Oh, I would have been, it would have been finished. Yeah. And my, my kid says things that I've, first of all, they're incredibly smart. They're incredibly sassy. And, uh, and yeah, there's no way I would have survived growing up with that yeah. mouth. No, no. Mine doesn't do the mouth. She does the eyes. <laughs> yeah. I said, do not talk back to me like that. She says, I didn't say a word. I said, I saw you. Oh, it's the eyes. It's the eyes, the eye roll <laughs> and the glare. Woo. She does the stare off into space when I'm giving her direction with her mouth half open, like, uh, I just can't hear a word you're saying, mom. And then oh. when I get angry, like she will push my buttons until I get angry. And then it's the eye roll, like, oh, I am dealing with a psychopath. Totally. I've never felt more out of control in my life than I do when I get mad. I'm like, well, I, I, so I went to pick my daughter up. She went to theater camp. That was one of her camps this summer. And so she went to one of the, and she found her people, right? Like these kids that she, you know, singing Rent and, you know, singing uh, Hamilton. Stomp and Hamilton. Oh, totally. isn't Hamilton amazing? Oh, it's, it was super amazing. So I went to go pick her up at this friend's house and the mom answered the door and I said, hi, nice to meet you. I'm coming to pick up my daughter, you know, and uh, all of a sudden down the stairs, like really fast. And then out the door, my kid just bolts for the car. And I go, Bubba, uh, can you say like, uh, thank you? And she goes, thank you. And then goes to the car and I walk over and I go, what happened? Was it not a good hang? She's like, no, it was amazing. I said, why are you run out of the house? She goes, I, I, I didn't want to stay too long because I was afraid you were going to say something stupid. <sighs> and I was like, dude. I'm functioning. I'm a oh, functioning, wow. almost 50-year-old person. She's oh. like, you have no filter. She's like, and I don't know what you're going to say. And I was like, Willa, my job is to interact with human beings. Like, I can do this, you know? 
and yeah. she was not having any not part of having it. any part uh, is this is all payback for me because when i was growing up my mom would wear curlers all day long and then take them out right before dad came home she would she did that you know like the poster you see or the ads you see from the 60s the yes. she had the house coat dress thing and curlers in her hair all day and then right before dad came home she'd take the curlers out, comb her hair, make it look so pretty. But she would think it was appropriate to go out in public. So long as she had red lipstick on, she was okay, even though there were curlers in her hair. And I would be like, Mom, could you just like drop me off here? No, she said school is up there. I know, but I I need X. I feel like I need to walk a little bit. <laughs> I need she to says, work these legs. Sis, it's raining. Uh, uh, oh, look, there's Billy. I'm going to run in over there and talk to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now it's payback. It's I payback. I didn't think I was embarrassed. We're not embarrassing. Oh, I'm like, so embarrassing what, to my kids. Look what we do, Delilah. We're like. Oh, yeah, but they don't know what we do. No, they, they don't know. Really your don't. daughter does not know you're Matt Nathanson, heartthrob of the nation, that you are the singer songwriter of every soundtrack of every TV show or movie I happen to bump into. <laughs> yeah, she definitely has zero cares about that. And I'll be like, she'll she'll do something and I'll say, well, Bubba, let me help you. I know how to do that. And she's like, you don't know how to do that. Like in singing or something. And I'll be like, no, but I can, you know, that it's my job kind of to do this. To do this. I, I know yeah. a little bit she's, about this. She's like, no, you don't know. That's the other thing. Does... Does you, you have a, a son or a daughter? I have seven sons and eight daughters, but I have five that are home. Wow. So the 13-year-old and the six-year-old are the ones that are now oh, doing yeah. the eye roll. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, the eye They roll. know more than we do as well. And the That's scary the thing, thing is they really do. They yeah. really do know a lot more than me. I blame the internet. I yeah, blame the internet. It is the internet. It is totally the internet and their circle fair. of friends. Yeah, there's yeah, they talk about headier stuff than we did. Yeah, much. That's the other thing. Like I walked in on my 17-year-old the other day. She was having a sleepover cuz she was going back to the state that we adopted her out of uh to visit family and and her godparents. And so she's like, can I have somebody spend the night? I'm like, sure, honey, who do you want to have? And then she listed off 16 people. And I'm like, that's a, that's not somebody, that is somebody's. That's an army battalion. Yeah, that our house isn't that big. She's like, that's okay, we'll crowd in my room. Maybe we'll sleep out on the trampoline. So she ended up having three girls spend the night. And I walked into their conversation and they're using the word intentional. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's Mike at at. at five my kid was using words that were like way advanced and she still she'll process she's a very quick processor so she's able to sort of sum up what's going on and come up with kind of an idea at 17 all i wanted to know was would david cassidy still marry me even though i was a foot taller than him totally i was lip syncing to Def Leppard at her age, like in my mom's room, pretending I was Joe Elliott, the singer in Def Leppard. Like, and my mom had these leather pants and I was like, Joe Elliott wears leather pants. So I'm like on the floor of her bedroom trying to put on women's leather pants to lip sync to Def Leppard. And she's talking about like the state of the union. Yeah. It's like, what is happening? Yeah. I I was drinking Sprite and like farting, you know, like, and she does, she's just, I was doing (laughs) stupid things and she's just like advanced. Yeah, yeah. Kids today, they they blow me away. So what was the best thing that came out of COVID for you? So I think it's still emerging, but I think, um, so everybody that I know, and I'm sure this is on for you as well, everybody started to, um, COVID ended 
And then everybody has started to get, everyone saw their mortality and everybody saw that they don't actually control much of anything in the world. And everybody started to get really kind of conservative in the true sense of the word, right? Everybody started conserving their, like, so we're living in a time where people's bandwidth is sort of taxed. And then everybody's feeling their limitations as humans, whether they know it or not. And for me, what's really happened is I've been able to figure out what's important to me uh, more so than I ever have in my life. And I've started to kind of ratchet down on there's only a few things on my plate and I'm only going to keep a few things on my plate. And that within that, I can sort of find all the satisfaction and all the all the fulfillment that I need. So it's like my family making music and playing music. And that's pretty much it. And my friends. And, and it was like before, I, it's funny, before the pandemic, I used to do all these things and expend all this energy in all these directions. And I couldn't believe, I said to my wife this morning, I said, like, I can't believe I had time to do any of those things. Like life is short and precious. And like, we have to do the things we love. And I've just been focusing on that so hard. And it, it's continuing every day that I get further outside of it. I still feel this commitment to simplicity in a way that I, I think I knew in theory before, but I didn't know now. And I have this idea that people fetishize the idea of like moving to the woods and like simplifying and like just like bringing their own water. And, you know, this idea like on Instagram and on TikTok, you see people like living in cabins, like off the grid. And they're like, this is the way to live. And I feel like people do that. Like, and I know no shade on people that do that, but we've, we're fetishizing that as a thing because we're not drawing boundaries in our own life. That's kind of an extreme way to draw a boundary. Yeah, it's to have boundaries drawn for you, essentially, right? right? Like, but sometimes, sometimes that were, I mean, that worked for me during, during the pandemic. I, I decided I am not going to be stuck here, right. shut off from the world with, five kids who are going crazy. I'm not going to do it. So I did just what you're talking about. I went to our ranch, which it does have running water and it does have electricity, but not much else. But then you came back. So, and this is my point is that I think as humans, it's our job to deal in human collision and deal with each other. And that we, and the idea of moving somewhere and sort of like piecing out is wonderful. And I back it, except that, it's like we're not using our machines in the right way. It's like in order for society to continue and to evolve and to move in a direction of, of like community and togetherness, we have to be involved. And so this is the part that I think is really important is like you have to show up. And part of showing up is like not only for your family, which is one aspect of showing up, but as a community and as a group. And, and I'm the first person, I am probably the worst team player you've ever seen. But like, I have to tell you that I think that the only way that the world is going to move out of where we are is we have to show up for human beings and we have to show kindness and we have to be in the mix. At, at least that's how I feel. And so as much as I love the idea, I love the idea. We have some land and we're build a house, you know, this kind of thing. And I really put it into like fast forward, like, let's do this or let's move to New Hampshire. Like, let's go because that's where I grew up. I was like, oh my God, it's awesome. Our kid will be psyched. It'll be the best. And then, and my wife was the one that was like, no, 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 we're, we're here. Like, this is what we do. Like, it's our job to sort of show up. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. This is, she, you're right. So, but I back, I back a good vacation. Yeah. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. 
With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This summer, click into Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot and get after those outdoor projects with some serious cordless power from RYOBI. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the RYOBI 40-volt battery-powered mower. Leaves and debris are no match for the 40-volt power of the RYOBI leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Tidy up those flower beds and keep your walkways looking sharp with RYOBI's 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Yard work, done and done. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at your cordless power source, The Home Depot. Shop now at The Home Depot or homedepot.com. How doers get more done. But your music, your music is definitely touching Matt and inspiring. And like I said, I don't have TV in my house, but I do have guilty pleasures. And so after my show is over at night, I, you know, I'll watch something on, you know, one of the, one of the streaming services. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. yeah. And every time I turn it on, there you are. Oh, it's fun. I love soundtracking the, uh, the melody. You're the soundtrack of our our life. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's the other thing. COVID. I got a studio down the street from my house in San Francisco, I can walk to it. It's got a live room and it's got my room. And then I share it with another kid who's got a live uh, room on the other side. And I've just made a lot of music, more music than I've ever made before. You used to have to fly somewhere to co-write and now Zoom has made it so I can co- I co-wrote all through the pandemic. I started like a side band with a couple writers. I put out a U2 covers record of my favorite record on its 30th anniversary. 
I feel like technology has made it so that we can do these kind of, you can, you can do your show from a barn. It's like, it's kind of a magical time. I can do my show from anywhere. How awesome is that? <laughs> uh, but so, yeah, so I'll play you some songs. Maybe uh, I have a song called, of uh, the new record, I've got a song called Pictures. My favorite. Yeah. About the beauty of, and I think you asked about what the pandemic has taught me. It's like that there's beauty. I, I'm always in pursuit of some sort of something and that that is going to somehow be the answer. And what I realized is that the answer is here right now in every minute that I'm in. When I'm in the shower, if I can just focus on my feet on the, on the ground and the water on my neck, it's like that. That's a beautiful miracle of a moment. And so pictures is a song about, you know, people paint pictures of places like this. People dream dreams of the life that we live. That idea that people don't realize that you're living in this moment. You know, again, we sort of fetishize the other as this, oh my God, well, what they have is great. But I, I got to walk down to my studio today and then I open the door and I, get, I have a place where I can make music. You know, I get to be with my wife and wake up in the morning with my wife. It's like, Everything we do, I get to drink tea. I have tea in this mug that I love. And it's like, I got to put almond. It's like, everything is kind of a wonder. And I don't mean to be so hippy dippy about it, but it's a magical it's thing we get to do. It is true. It, we're in these meat suits, like on a rock, like hurling through space. And we get to do this magical stuff. It's pretty incredible. I love that song. I love pictures. I love the whole album, but that was by far my favorite because oh, I'm, awesome. I'm a lyricist. I listen for words. Yeah. I love the stories. I love the stories when they're woven together, especially the way you do it so cleverly. Like, Oh, thanks. You could be a country artist. You twist a word. You play. Like when I listen to your music, Matt, I hear you playing with words. Oh, that's super rad. I, I, and the country thing is incredibly, uh, thank you. I take a lot of time and I invest a lot of energy into lyrics because like you, they're super important to me as a listener. They're the thing that, I mean, I love a good journey guitar solo or I love uh -huh. a good, you know, sing along chorus. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, but when the lyrics move in a way that you can follow and invest in, I think that's really important in pictures. There's a song on this record called German Cars. I, I, I made this record gr growing up in Boston and then moving to California. I've always tried very hard to not be from Boston. Why? I've tried very hard to like distance myself from oh my, my God. I love being town. family. Oh, it's the it, PS. It is the best. But when you grow up there, you want to get as I, I wanted to get as far away as I could. And I was never, my family was always a little bit. Um, not, I was in, as a young kid, I was put into school at age nine. And so I was, I was never really around my family. And then summers I would spend two months away. Where did you go to camp. school? You were in boarding school. Yeah. From the time I was fifth grade on. Yeah. And I went and I wasn't rich, but I went to school with very rich people. So I went to school with like Kennedy's and Kawasaki's. And and I like to say it was like most of these kids were the jewelry that their parents brought out during like holidays. During right. The like Christmas they would put party, them yeah. in the, you know, put them away and then they'd bring them out. You've lived some very opposite, not just opposite ends of the country, but opposite lifestyles. Totally. Life. Totally. And so I wrote this record as it's called Boston Accent. And it's kind of an it's kind of a celebration of my roots because I find I have a song on the record called Boston Accent. And it was I wrote it based on every time I hear someone who even has a 
twinge of a New England accent. I get like, I feel like I can trust them. I feel like I'm home. I feel like I've got these, like, they're my people. They could be serial killers. And as long as they're like, if they got a Boston I, accent yeah, and they say, they're like, dude, how you doing? How you I'd doing? Like, oh my God. Hey, you hey. know, and I hug them. But you know, Dedham is like, yeah. that's what it's all about. So, you know, what I discovered when I lived there is it was hard to get to know people. I, I will talk to advanced posts yeah. and it was hard to get to know people because they're like, wow, there's a crazy woman outside talking to the <laughs> raccoons again. Um, but once they let yes. you in, it's forever. It's like it's a prison. You know, you are yeah. there forever. <laughs> it's like if I say I'm not going to be there for Thanksgiving or whatever, they're like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. That's how my relatives, all of my relatives, that it's that's the way it is. They're super. They want to know exactly what's. In, in Boston, everybody's in everybody's business. Everybody. Once you're in. Once yeah, you're yeah. in. You're if forever. you're not in, forget about it. You could be, you know, they could be stealing your catalytic converter in broad daylight. <laughs> Nobody would even tell you. Totally. They wouldn't. They'd be like, dude, use the other saw. That's not going to cut it. <laughs> That's totally how it would work. They'd be like, yeah. we've always hated that guy. Just cut it out. <laughs> but once you're in. Yeah, it's crazy. It is the fiercest love I've ever felt. I agree. And, and it's funny. So I, my best friend is still my friend from when I was five. My guitar player in my band I've known for 30 years. He worked with me and in, in, we grew up in the same town. My wife and I have been together for 31 years. It's like I definitely adopted that, that part of who I am is there. I'm surrounded by people who I've known all my life. Like that's just really how I do it. And I realized how much of what Boston is, is inside of me. Do you know what I mean? And so this record was... in your was, DNA. Yeah. And so this record is like a celebration of that. There's a song called German Cars that's about going to school with rich kids. And the chorus says, and finding sort of someone you can... Like summer love in Boston to me is like the ultimate... Like I was in love with this girl... And we used to swim in Walden Pond, like, cause we, you know, Lexington is so close to Walden Pond. So growing up in Lexington where the revolution happened, I would walk by every day of my life houses that were from 1770, you know, whatever, you name it. And I, it was all lost on me. And then going to school with these kids that were like, not being the, they were the, I, the lyric in the song that I wanted to, that I think you'd appreciate. We hated the way everybody talked about their father's money and their summer jobs princes and princesses trying to get lost in German cars that their parents bought, right? That was like this idea of growing up with rich kids who were sort of like wayward and sort of broken and disassociated, you know, disconnected from their community, finding their own communities. And then myself finding my own community outside of them, because I didn't feel like I related to what they were doing. And it's like, it's just all about the pandemic really got me thinking about who I am and where I'm from on a literal level and on like a metaphorical heady level. So it did the same thing to me so much that I went back to my hometown and bought the radio station. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I bought the first station I was ever on. That rules. Yeah, it was, it was, and it has been an amazing year reconnecting with teachers that I had and like you, the people that surround me have been around me my whole life. That's our power center. That's it is because those do. are the people that, that can see through the BS, yep. that can see through everything and call you out on stuff and say, no, you need to, you know, you need to do this. You need to, or you need to not do this or 
why are you putting all your energy into that thing when that's that's not even something you love? Well, trust, the trust element is the important part, right? And that's the other thing, just to loop back to the pandemic idea. It's like, if you can trust the humans that you've got, it, it, that's a small circle of people. Like Very small. It's, it's a handful. And so you want to really double down on loving those people, <laughs> you know what I mean? As much as you can and spend, and since energy is finite, you don't want to push that energy out to people that may or may not be able to even understand what you're saying, right? Like interpret everything you do wrong. The people that are in your inner circle are forgiving and they understand the language you have created together. And you so have you your s- own language. Yeah. When you say love to them, they know what love means. That when you say friendship to them, they know, you know, everybody else, it's like up for grabs. Yeah. You are a very, very fortunate man. Very blessed. And so man. are you. I Look am. at what we get to do. It's I the am. Best. I tell people all the time, I am the most fortunate woman I've ever met. Yeah. I want Matt to tell you all about his upcoming tour right after I tell you about another fantastic podcast sponsor. This podcast is sponsored by a company solving a family problem. They've got the greatest name forever, forever forever.com. I love my family and I love all my family memories, especially all the photos and all the videos of my children and my grandchildren. But I have the same problem as many people. My photos, my videos are everywhere. Some are in old boxes and old photo albums. Others are on social media sites and cloud storage accounts and thousands are on my phone. But with all these memories spread about everywhere, they're really nowhere. They're difficult to share, and they are all in danger of being lost. And many are being data mined by advertisers. But recently, I discovered a solution to my photo mess. Forever is the name of a company that's been helping families save, organize, and share their memories for a decade. And I've opened my own account at forever.com. My forever account is my permanent digital home, which I'm now using to safely save, organize, and share thousands of family photos and videos. Forever is safe, no data mining, no advertising, and you can design and print beautiful holiday cards, books, and gifts. Start today by opening a free intro account at forever.com. It's easy, but if you need help, call 1-888-FOREVER or choose a forever ambassador near you. Memories help families stay connected forever. Get started at forever.com and use promo code LOVE for 25% off. So your schedule, your tour. So it's great. The tour was rescheduled four times because of COVID. We kept kind of moving it. And the record release, Boston Accent, this album was finished in 2020. So all this stuff has been, you know, long time coming. Percolating, percolating, so nice, marinating. It's like, you know, something that just gets better. And the the more it marinates. It's seep, it like, it's all the flavor seeps in. And also the thing. I played a show this weekend, just like a one-off private show, but I remembered how important it is to be with human beings and to be like communing and being able to sing and laugh and be together. And that's the kind of thing, again, that we, but that muscle got 
really weak during the pandemic because everybody got to be insular. Everyone was told to stay in, stay on your couch, don't go out. And so playing the show and being on stage with people playing music and then interacting with the humans in the crowd and, and having this sort of cyclical thing, I came home the next day and I woke up and I felt whole in a way that I hadn't felt whole in a, I was hesitant to even admit how important it was to me to have that connection because it's, it's vulnerable. But it's all energy. It's, but it's energy. Everything. Yeah, we need that energy as humans. And Some people need time away to fill their energy, you know, reservoirs. You and I, we need to be on stage. Yeah. Communicating and connecting in a heart way with people to get that energy filled. I call it the human collision. And I'm an introvert extrovert, so I do need time away. But like once I'm in it, I think that humans are best when they are a team. And and that's really what happens on stage is like, not only am I a team member with my band, but I'm a team member with like everybody in the room. Yeah. And, we're, and we're elevating this thing together to this place where we could never get to without each other. Yep, it's true. And I yeah. see that when whenever you're performing or I watch any of your anything, you know, you're, I see that connection and I love it. I love it. I also love pictures, like, a lot. I'm psyched that you love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The the fact that so many people, I I talk to hundreds of people a week on the show. So many people are waiting for that thing to make them happy, waiting for the marriage, waiting for the right person, waiting for their kids to finish high school and get out on their own, waiting for... Waiting for the degree to be finished, waiting for their time in the military to be up, waiting for whatever that, you know, the, the happiness is just or like right out of reach. I talked to a lady last night. Oh, my gosh, I must have talked to her for half an hour who had a thousand things that she thought she needed before she could be happy. What you're saying is the thing is you were talking about being fortunate. We are all incredibly fortunate to have the time that we have. And like COVID taught us that time is finite and we don't actually control anything. And so all we get to control is how we interpret the experience we're having and then an action that we take after that. That's it. That's all we've got. And live in it. Live it fully. You have Uh, to. Every time I hear the word metaverse, it just is like fingernails on a chalkboard. I'm like, (laughs) why do you want to live in a pretend world when our world is so beautiful? It's incredible. We get to brush our teeth. Like we have literally a thing that makes our teeth clean and we get to do it. It's like the stupidest things are these miracles. We get to brush our dogs. Yeah. Oh my God. We get to sleep. We get to have dogs at our house. We get to have cats living with us that we feed and they do their thing. And it's like even, and you know, it's just incredible. We are all fortunate. And it's just a matter of if we're able to see it. And especially those of us that have our hierarchy of needs met, then it's like, it should be all sky from, from here on out for us. Yeah, it should be. But uh, you would be shocked. You wouldn't. But to hear people call me night after night, day after day, who are waiting to be happy. Yeah. yeah. Be happy now. Find your joy now. Go get Matt's new album, listen to it, and really listen to the lyrics and try to live in that moment. That's yeah. going to be my advice and my Delilah dilemmas for the next month. 
I love it. <laughs> Matt, thank you for all your time and thank you oh, for all your music. You're the best, Delilah. Thanks for having me. I so love hanging with you. Thank you for spending all this time with us. God bless you. And I can't wait to see you in concert. Awesome. I can't wait to see you. Thanks so much, Delilah. It has been so great having Matt join us today. His newest album, Boston Accent, is out right now. Tickets are on sale for his upcoming tour that kicks off in St. Louis, Missouri, August 21st. Heads east from there, winds up back on the West Coast in October, concluding on October 9th in Los Angeles. If you are into the authenticity of the singer-songwriter experience as much as I am, you will not want to miss the opportunity to catch up with this amazing man. You can find all things Matt Nathanson related, including tour information at mattnathanson.com, M-A-T-T-N-A-T-H-A-N-S-O-N.com. Matt's pretty prolific on social media, too. Find him on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok, doing his thing, making music, being silly, being vulnerable, and doing his best to connect with each of us one heart at a time while trying to help make sense of this chaotic, beautiful world. I'll keep trying to do the same, bringing inspiring guests alongside on this podcast sharing my evenings with you on the radio and sending a few minutes of love your way each weekday with my new daily podcast. Hey, it's Delilah. While the summer is heating up, remember to stay cool, drink lots and lots of water and take some time to slow down and love someone. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility ready let's go give me a vacation Vacation. give me a golf course let's get a water sport can i get excursions time for chill vibes how about a garden tour give me a dolphin what's that spell if you're happy and you know it san diego is the place to show it book your trip at san diego.org Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds.